0: internet and welcome back to reserved seating and we are live on episode nine i promise you this episode nine will be better than the last star wars movie
1: Ooh, <laughs> that's a burn huh mm, yeah i would i would say you know that's kind of a hefty promise to make but i think we could probably do that though <laughs> sure I'm not, I'm
0: not even that big of a star wars fan and i was disappointed in myself
1: yeah i just think um the whole sequel trilogy was just not as good as it could be or could have been. How, how do you and not that? as not? It wasn't as well um, thought through as it should have been. You know, hmm. um, I, just, I, I ultimately like them, but it's got a lot of inconsistencies and um, just stuff. Or just ultimately, I just think it wasn't as good as it could have been if they had would have taken more time with it put in more thought i, I never and ex- like planning out the trilogy right. as far other than hey we have this movie and give me, give me this completely new director and you just take it in whichever way you want and know like <laughs> and then they like reversed it again like with episode nine like okay well that got some backlash we're gonna just do you know give yeah. it back to you and you take it and it's like had no clear um, direction path forward yeah it was just like flying by the seat of their pants and i don't think that that's really smart to do with um, your franchise. Mm. How, do you, how do you feel, just just turn off of that, how do you feel
0: about, like, uh, I know you're a way bigger Star Wars fan than I am, but mm-hmm. how do you feel about, like, The Mandalorian, like, overall, like, what they've done with the franchise since Disney bought it?
1: Um, so, pretty much in the Star Wars fan community, you pretty much have it, like, after the Disney era. Mm-hmm. um like now we're fir- we're past the first 5 years is kind of how they they <laughs> have it and like this is you know after the first after oh the first God. 5 years so they had to they went in trail you know like blazing and, and episode 7 was 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 good made a lot of money um and just like i said with the whole trilogy and then them trying to release a new movie um every year um yeah i don't think rogue one did good solo didn't do good um which is a for a variety of reasons. Um, but you know, the movies typically haven't been the most beloved by fans in the yeah trilogy. I, I've seen, it. I've noticed. Yeah. So, um, but I really like what they're doing with the Mandalorian. And I think TV is definitely the way for forward mm-hmm. for star Wars. Um, kind of like the clone wars. Yeah. The yeah. clone wars. Is, I think animation especially is going to be, mm-hmm. um, the pathway forward because they just released a new um or announced a new animated series um called the bad batch it was kind of like a they had um what's it called in uh like you introduce a character in a series and then they have their uh, like they get their own series after that it's like a okay. a soft um soft reboot no it's like a Wait, what do you I don't mean? know they introduced these the the bad batch in the final season of the clone wars Mm -hmm. and then they just announced that a Bad batch is going to have, yeah, they're going to have their own, it's like a spinoff, but they were introducing there, but they're going to have their own show, um, animated show. But, um, seems like to me, especially the Mandalorian was a breath of fresh air Mm -hmm. for everything. Kind of got it back to, uh, star Wars original roots. And, um, it's pretty much well liked by everybody. Um, I think it's really good hands with, uh, John Favreau. And John Favreau, yeah. Yeah. Um, So I kind of think they know what they're doing there. They they just had a specific vision and a specific plan, and they really um, care about the fans and the mythology and the lore. Whereas I feel like most recent movies haven't really had that. Right. Um, But I think uh, these next five years are going to be good. I think it's good that we have some time away from new star wars movies for a couple years just let us like the new ones sink in and uh, just slow down a little bit
0: you know gotcha yeah
1: but i think um i think they they've learned from a lot of mistakes that uh they made in the first five years and i think uh going forward is going to be pretty good awesome yeah
0: i kind of feel the same way you know mm-hmm. uh, obviously i'm not super deep into the lore as you are but to me it seems like they were just trying to get the ball rolling and like they had a few flops up you know ups and downs like the movies they were disappointments to some people but i think that going forward i think that the that they're going to be better off with like these little exploring the universe type things like tv shows and if they do do a, if they do do a movie i would love to see the obi-wan movie that they were planning on doing you know things like that not so a,
1: that yeah. that's gonna be um Pretty much a movie, everyone. Movie is going to be a new TV show. Okay, plus. gotcha.
0: Well, see, it's things like that where I'm, I'm, in, I'm interested in because, like, I feel like the mm-hmm. Skywalker's are done. You know, I can tell they were running kind of out ideas when they brought Palpatine back, um, mm-hmm. and when they killed Snoke for mm-hmm. no reason. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of happy the direction that that's going. But that was a, that was a definitely off top my head type of thing because I and we we never actually talked about <laughs> Star Wars on this podcast. That's so weird, right? And you're a big yeah. Star
1: Wars fan. Well, I try not to talk about it a lot because (laughs) I feel like I've I've mentioned it on quite a few episodes, Have you? but I feel like I don't want it to dominate, Uh, you know, the podcast with Star Wars because I don't know who likes it and who doesn't. This is uh, the Star Wars podcast with
0: Michael, Star Wars and Marvel podcast with Raheem and Michael, basically. We could definitely do that and never Uh, get tired of it. Never get tired of it. That's so funny. Okay. Well, let's go on to the, uh, the news. So. I saw this of actually like a like an hour before we started recording the podcast. Is that they moved Tenant back again,
1: mm-hmm. but this time there was, no,
0: there was no release date. So, from for me being a big Christopher Nolan fan, I'm kind. I get it, but also I want to see it. There, I read the article. It's by Variety, but they said that um, basically they, Warner Brothers is even, is even thinking about planning to release it internationally first. Which yeah. Is a big move considering that the biggest box office for Christopher Nolan is is a uh, domestic, um, which is different than like some other movies. Like you know, Transformers, they they have a big budget, they have a big uh audience in China and stuff like that. But um, they have they're having a problem actually with, in China. Speaking of that, saying that China the Chinese theaters are only allowing movies up to two hours, and Tenet is it's two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, so they might not even be, be able to release it in one of their biggest markets. Yeah, which sucks. So, I, I I would I'm interested to see what they do. Like, do they hold? Do they hold on until like they feel like? Because the reason why they're they're holding it back, I think, is because they want the majority of my, the mass amount of people, the maximum amount of people to be in the theaters for, for them to fully get their money back for. Because Christopher Nolan's kind of he's like he his films always make money, but he obviously has like a niche, you know. And he's not one of those guys where the mass public is going to go out and say, oh, man, um, there's COVID going on, but the theaters are out. Let's go see Tenet. No, that's not going to happen. So I kind of <laughs> yeah. agree.
1: It's like it's not that it's not that serious, you know. Well, it's, it's been interesting to watch um, how it played out, because originally uh, it was supposed to be released um, this past weekend, right? Uh, yeah. I think yeah, it's right, original 14th, date was. And so kind of in the in the film community of uh, people like Raheem and I, of just kinda of watching it and see what happens with it. Like well, they keep pushing it back a couple weeks. It was pushed back to August, you know, so okay, well let's see are we gonna have that date or what? But they just pushed it back indefinitely. But it's kind of the um one of the bigger studio movies that's just mm-hmm. you know, we're gonna like whatever happens to that, uh most movies the studios are probably gonna follow whatever decision well, Warner the, Brothers makes with that.
0: The biggest blockbuster that's slated to come out next is Mulan. huh. So, and that's a Disney movie. So, in uh, August. Yeah, I think. yeah, if they if they decide to move Mulan, then we're gonna see, we're gonna see a lot of other studios follow suit. Probably. Mm-hmm. Because, I just
1: think like yeah. if that happens for sure, uh, we're just not gonna have that's, any summer movies. <laughs> dude,
0: that feels like that feels like so long ago when the trailer for Mulan came out. Yeah. But that was like last year. But yeah. we haven't seen. There has not been a movie to come out since March. Yeah, the only one we've seen Finn. was Lovebirds. And we know how that went. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I'm not dogging on a movie. I'm just saying that it, it, I think it,
1: it found its right place on mm-hmm. the small screen. So, yeah. But Tenet had a, and Warner Brothers had an interesting dilemma because they, they could have, you know, put it on HBO Max or streaming service or um, just gone ahead and released it. Um, but they like, they have like, you know, a bunch of different options, but each has different repercussions so if you right. go ahead and release it as original date um, i don't know with the budget for this movie but they spent millions of dollars on it already right And so if you go ahead and release it and half the people don't come because they're scared of coronavirus and you're only making half your money you know do you risk that and it's going to end up being a box office flop well do you release it on streaming services which is unlikely because christopher nolan is such a proponent on the film, the way Nolan. Uh, I mean, it. at the theater. Did you experience. did
0: you hear that? There's a rumor on that, like he doesn't allow people to sit down on set.
1: I saw that he doesn't have any chairs on <laughs> I set. Was yeah. Like that's the dumbest. If you're sitting, if you're sitting, life. you're not working.
0: I feel like that's so. That's dumb. pretty it's dumb a...
1: because there is so much downtime on a set. <laughs> there's so you know there there's okay. I I'm in like a
0: movie set meme group on Facebook. Um, but like, <laughs> there's so many like memes about that where it's like some guy like, 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 uh, you know, like in the sitting stance and he's like, uh, and some guy comes up to him and goes, Hey dude, are you a magician magician? And he goes, no, I just worked on a lot of Christopher Nolan sets. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I feel like they just took it out of context. I think it was like a, you know, like people take things out of context that there's obviously somewhere to sit on, on set. It's just that he didn't
1: like it when people were sitting on set, you know. Maybe I don't know the the real story behind it, but um but going back to their releasing it, um, you know, something else they could have they could do is um just indefinitely delay it like they did, you know. But you know, whatever way you have to think about um are you gonna make enough money releasing it, how you release it, like whether streaming services or going ahead. Like they have to get their investment back. Um and they also would have to be safe and like, I forget where I was going. You kind of threw me off with your story. Um, Oops. <laughs> but they just had like a lot of, a lot of decisions to weigh and yeah. what to do. So um, do. I think, oh, and like if you go ahead and release it um, overseas first and not in America, you know, it's such a secretive movie. Uh, like nobody really That's knows what exactly it's about. So, like, what the article was saying, talking about it's too. more likely to leak, um, leak and stuff. Going to happen, and then it probably won't be as big of a um, U.S. Mm-hmm. box office hit as they would have liked. So I think holding off is probably until um, everything settles down is is probably the best thing for the movie and the studio I overall agree. for them to make the most money. I agree, which is what they are ultimately worried about. But for um, the moviegoers, it kind of sucks because that was uh the movie that a lot of people in the industry and just that follow movies were really looking forward to you know <laughs> yeah definitely i yeah. mean i'm still looking forward to it i'm i'm Me kind too. of upset
0: about it but i understand like i understand from a you know from a from from a business standpoint like i understand i mean uh kind of like the the same thing with sony when they had to make a decision about the, the interview yeah, you remember that? Like uh mm-hmm. I think they made the best decision. They 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 held to their guns and but they did pull it from theaters and they, it never got a theatrical release, but the contro controversy made people want to see it so bad mm-hmm. and it still made a lot of money.
1: Right. Made a lot of money. So remind me on that they uh pretty much like the Something with like North Korean. So, government. so what
0: happened is that there's a scene at the end uh, where basically the two main characters kill King Jong Il or is it Un? I think it's Un. They, they no, kill King Jong Un, the the, the 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 not the dad, but the, so the Kim Jong Un, yeah, the current one, and they kill him and uh, they like basically like literally blow his face off. And so, um, they like the US government was getting and Sony were getting death threats. Yeah. This was this was at the time of um I'm, this this leaked actually the time whenever they had the Sony leaks whenever they we find out that Spider Man was gonna be in the MCU this also mm-hmm. leaked w- leaked with that
1: yeah like Sony had like thousands of emails that <laughs> got yeah. like, leaked on the this, internet this, like, <laughs> this leaked emails. with that
0: yeah and like people were like freaking out they're like oh my god they're gonna like go to war with us over a movie and so like people are like what are you gonna do are you gonna are you gonna hold into terrorist demands or are you gonna release the movie what's gonna happen and so mm-hmm. they decided to not even put it in theaters and they just went ahead and uh they just went ahead and, and put it out on uh, streaming services yeah. and the movie killed it killed and i i watched it i remember when i when to first came out i watched it and i was like that's not even that bad uh, but they did yeah. change it though they did change the ending they didn't change like the plot or anything they still killed him but they changed like the graph the, the vfx on how he died yeah. like you you see less of it is what it is gotcha. so um oh, wow yeah. But I think that this movie is not going to be like something like controversial like that, because if they did have a plot point like that, where like it's something so good or something so that people want to see, they could just release it on, uh make some hype about it and then release it on on uh, streaming services. But I think that they don't want to do it because uh, because of Christopher Nolan, he's probably like, yeah. no, I want it to be released in theaters. He's like, yeah. I don't want it. if I, He's probably like putting all his chips on the table. Like, if I don't, if it doesn't get a theatrical release, I'm not doing another movie with you guys ever or something like that.
1: And he's like one of their go to, like he. All his movies are made from Warner they, Brothers. They so
0: much. literally give this guy money. They give him a big budget. Don't even ask questions, and then they he gives them money back. He's mm-hmm. always saved money on budgets, and he always overperforms. So yeah, it definitely definitely a big player in, in Warner Brothers. You know, he's kind of like uh, Blumhouse with uh universal. You know, Blumhouse yeah. gives a lot of like, gives well, nice. I would say less. Blumhouse is less to universal as as well,
1: it just depends cuz Warner a Yeah, but they, bunch they both make yeah. they both make a lot of money for their yeah. perspective studios.
0: Definitely. Um but also and speaking of that, speaking of comic books, um Marvel TV, all the Disney Plus shows have been delayed indefinitely. Not indefinitely. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure pretty sure they still have like release dates, but I may be wrong on that. But they all got pushed yeah. back again.
1: Yeah, um Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to release release in August on Disney Plus. Um, but it got moved back possibly to December of this year, possibly still twenty twenty one. The uh, same with WandaVision, but it could be twenty twenty one. Or I mean possibly twenty twenty, but still, but maybe twenty twenty one as well.
0: Here's yeah. the problem with a connected universe. Because if you got things like this, everything has to be pushed back because there's there's probably something in Falcon and Winter in the Winter Soldier that spoils Black Widow. Hmm. So they
1: well no because Black Widow has so? come out before.
0: Well, Falcon well, Winter Soldier. That's what I'm saying. There's something in there that that's like spoils it. Like there's something that happens in Black Widow that they touch upon in the the TV show. Oh I'm yeah, saying.
1: you said it the reverse way.
0: Oh, I did. Oh, my bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I'm thinking you. that Black Widow, like we were saying before, I think we think Black Widow. Has a big, big importance in the MCU. Otherwise, why would it? Why would they even make the the movie in the first place? Like a lot of people think mm-hmm. it's just a prequel. I disagree. I think there's something definitely in there that we're we just we just don't know what it is, and it's gonna be probably really big.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: especially if they're holding it back this much. I think that I. How long do you think they're gonna hold out if they can until they decide to put it on streaming services? Falcon
1: and Winter Soldier.
0: No, uh, Black Widow or Black Widow.
1: Uh, I don't think that they are gonna put it on a streaming service, unless it gets so bad. And they're like, unless they come yeah. out and say, "All right, no movies in 2021 either." Either like theaters oh, aren't open, and Please. then um, by that time, I mean, I think they they would if that happened. Um, but it also depends on how bad Disney Plus needs um, content subscribers. Yeah. If like people start, now, they don't have anything new coming out. And if people start unsubscribing, I mean then they could I could see them doing something like putting black widow yeah. on there, but I think that's that's gonna be a last resort,
0: yeah, this is uh as as all the companies say in these uh well they say the these uh not challenging times these uh unprecedented times <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know we never know what's gonna happen,
1: yeah, you know. but I mean I think Disney plus is um. They were kind of struggling, but that's kind of why they put Hamilton on Disney Plus. But they just got a ton of new subscribers um, because of Hamilton. And then let's see, I think in August or September or this fall for sure, Mandalorian Season 2 is going to become on Disney Plus. So, um, they had already filmed it and we're just in post production. That's going to be released pretty much on schedule. So that'll keep people subscribed for a little bit. Um, you know, I don't know what else they have planned, but. Uh, for this year, but they keep putting on new stuff. And I think um, Black Widow would not be on Disney Plus this year for sure. Nah, I don't think Unless it would it be this like, year.
0: I think it'd be, if yeah. anything, next year, late, late next year. Yeah. That, that's still, the case. Still they doubt it. They would, but that's the problem is that if they like, think about this, it, when, when May hits and it's still, it's still not out, they haven't released a film in an entire year or any mm-hmm. content of Marvel in an entire year. That is unheard of since, iron man you know like they've had yeah. something come out and so that's gonna that's definitely hurting their pockets right now yeah in my, in, uh, in my opinion
1: when, when is a new um release date for black widow uh
0: sometime in november i think so they pushed it back to yeah, November. yeah i
1: think so i think so too so hopefully by that time like it won't be a a problem <laughs> like i think they will be able to release it then uh but then so if Black Widow comes out in November, then maybe Falcon Winter Soldier comes out December. Starts releasing yeah. then. I think Disney Plus will be all right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're so concerned about Disney Plus.
1: Well, I've just been, uh, have been following it along, and um, I know that's what they have to do. In order to keep it viable, they have to keep putting new content, and that's why they've announced Marvel shows and the Star Wars shows at all to right. keep people to coming back and subscribing. And that's why... Hamilton is on Disney Plus. It wasn't. It was supposed to be a theatrical release. Um, I don't even know if it was supposed to be this year, maybe or like a lot later this year. But they have to keep putting new content out on Disney Plus that people want to see in order to get their subscribers. Have you been subscribers? Have you been satisfied? Uh, with what (laughs) Disney Plus?
0: You've had it for like a year, huh? I've been satisfied since it it came out.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I mean, they have enough content on there and uh various amount of things that keep me subscribed to it for a while
0: maybe. okay how do you feel about hbo max i've been i've been dabbling in my free in my free twi-
1: trial yeah i haven't really watched it that much um i've been mostly watching disney plus lately uh some bambi there No, i watched <laughs> fox and the hound the other day It's good i cried but that's a sad movie. Have you ever watched it? No, I haven't. Mm. Uh Anyways, though, but HBO Max, some news about that. All of the eight Harry Potter films are leaving this what? month. What? HBO Max. Are you serious? Yeah. What? It's, it's just like the DC movies, like dude. a lot of them, where dude, I, uh, licensing ah. it's used. Like they, they're licensed to go somewhere else before HBO Max was a thing. This This month as in July or like August? One of the two. Well, I haven't, I th- dude. I was gonna rewatch all of them. You wanna go? You can look on there and see um, exactly when. But it's either July that's, or August. So like dumb.
0: Um, the only problem yeah. I have with HBO Max, they'll be okay. back on
1: there eventually. But it's that's still. Boo. The wrong <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. I like it's it's a una- it's unavoidable. But like, cause I already agreed to right. have it licensed somewhere else. But um, uh, it may be on Peacock. Who knows? Boo. <laughs> Uh, the only problem I've been having with HBO Max is that it
0: does not work on my laptop why not it, it works on my TV and I thought it was my laptop but I, I'm able to stream Netflix I'm able to stream Hulu completely fine but on my laptop the it just it lags so bad and like it keeps stopping and starting for some reason that's weird yeah so I gotta get I gotta give it I gotta give it like a 5 out of 10 because like I can't I can't watch it on my laptop. <laughs> I can't so I can't watch it outside, which is where I mostly watch my TV shows now on my balcony on your porch. Yeah. yeah. And they're taking Harry Potter, all, Harry Potter and the DC movies off like
1: mm-hmm. Not it, all of them. I mean yeah, they, they I do have other ones, but it's
0: Yeah, it um I mean they they do it, have good stuff on there. Remember, and they sell the HBO originals, you know, and blah blah mm-hmm. blah, but I just think that they either launched it at the wrong time or something like it i feel like they should have maybe planned at the launch a little bit more
1: well i mean i think the launch was fine but it just sucks that like and it makes me not have that much trust in them anymore they like they marketed we have all the dc films all the harry potter films like have all this stuff and they like a month after (laughs) yeah like you marketed it it's like we're gonna have this stuff at launch but it does like two weeks later. We're not like, you know, yeah. I feel like that's kind of back, that's kind of backhanded. But if it, if it didn't have HBO on there, if it, if it was like everything, but HBO uh, would not have the service for sure. Yeah, it was mainly it just because just I already had HBO. This is just like a free perk, basically. So,
0: yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's getting kind of, I, I like, I like what the, some things that they have on there. Like I've been watching like Dexter's lab and watching like chowder, Things like that but in like reality like the things i i re- watch it a lot more if i could watch it on my laptop and not have to watch it on my tv you know yeah that's just me personally because I, I i don't like to not gonna lie my couch is kind of uncomfortable so i just don't like <laughs> to watch tv <laughs> that
1: uh, can lead to another interesting thing um hbo max is currently not available on roku or amazon fire stick really TV and Peacock was just launched last week is not available on any of those either and um, 70% of people who stream use a Roku or a Amazon Fire Stick that is interesting i wonder mm-hmm. why they did, they didn't do that let me tell you it's because um, they couldn't come up with uh, like agreements like Warner Brothers could not come up with an agreement with Roku and Amazon as far as, like, pricing and stuff. And I know specifically for Peacock, they, Peacock um, is, they have, like, a free version and they have a paid version. Yes. And they are, obviously how they make money off of the free version is by ads. But Com- Comcast, I think, I think owns, it's, it's either a- Comcast it's or
0: Cox. It's ABC that owns uh, Peacock, if it, is that's what you're asking. No. Pre-season, NBC NBC sorry NBC.
1: NBC but it's like um I think it's Cox we'll just say NBC but I think Cox owns NBC but we'll just say NBC but they um they don't want to share any of the ad revenue with uh Roku or Amazon <laughs> that's well, I know funny. I know Roku but cuz they they put out a statement that is so um, funny but, and so they just want to have it on there and Roku's like no that's not really how it works. Like they put out statements pretty much blaming it on the other. Like we'd love to have it on there, but Roku's not working with us. And Roku's like, We'd love to have it on here, but they're not going by industry standards and not working with us. Um what, so ultimately they're just having this private war between themselves and it's hurting seventy percent of people who want to stream, you know. What kind like of can't.
0: what what's the thinking behind, hey, let me just hop on your platform and not give you any money? Let me take up all your bandwidth and all your customers and just not give you any money. That doesn't make any sense to me. They think that they're I get it, NBC's huge. It was one of the first channels that existed. But you can't just hop on someone's platform and expect them to give you everything for free. You can't do that. I don't Um, I don't think I don't think Roku okay, this is why. I don't think Roku will gain any new people to buying Roku TVs or Roku sticks or Amazon for that matter from gaining NBC. But NBC has so much to gain from them is what I think.
1: Well, you could look at it a couple ways. I think, like, I don't know what kind of the other deals like Netflix and Disney Plus and and Hulu have made with Roku and stuff, but I think that they were just, I don't know the deals they have with those, but I think they were a little more lenient with them and they are giving them probably less, um, Roku's probably taking less money from Disney Plus and that stuff because they pretty much have to have that stuff or nobody's going to buy your device. Well,
0: you said you want it for they want it for free though. That's what you're saying.
1: Yeah, like I don't know if Disney Plus is if Roku's getting anything besides I think the only reason why they would Roku would want to have NBC and as much as many different apps as they can is because people buy those devices because they assume that every single app is going to be on that little stick. Yes, yes, um, exactly. for cheap. So, say for instance, the only reason why Roku would cave and just do it is because if, say for instance, Roku decided, no, we're not going to make a deal with, with um, NBC, and Amazon decides to make a deal, then Amazon sticks are going to sell more theoretically than Roku would. But they lost. But they. But
0: but the peacock has lost both of them. So obviously, it's it's them. It's not the it's not Amazon or, or Roku. It's them because they both disagreed on the, on on the on putting putting Peacock on there,
1: right? But I think NBC is thinking they have more leverage right now because obviously they think that right uh, Roku and Amazon sticks need NBC more and, than NBC <laughs> needs them. And just be, to be a completely honest with you, I don't I disagree with that statement.
0: I know you might not believe that, but I disagree with that. Like I think yeah. that. Nobody cares about Peacock right now. Nobody yeah. cares. Like it's well, they, they had a good um initial
1: um app downloads. Yeah, sure. of course, because they they're them. gonna put the office on there. <laughs> put the... That's not even that's not even put... it right now. I mean, I know just have, i know. I'm just, uh, I'm just joking. <laughs> but uh
0: I mean nobody's like, man, I really want peacock. <laughs> you know, nobody nobody's hammering for it. People were yeah. hammering for Netflix, people were hammering for Hulu. People weren't hammering for HBO. They're big names already. Peacock is something complete to the average Joe, Peacock is something completely
1: new. Well it is, yeah. Yeah. But it, it's it, but already it, in a very crowded space. That's why I was saying um that, you know, Netflix and Disney Plus and all them probably might have gotten a better deal with Roku because um Roku was the new Dog in town, right? And they're like, "We need right. you more than you need us, so you can just be in our service for Correct. free." I don't, I don't know what kind of deals they made, it's but now, um, yeah, it's not like that anymore.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that's just what happens when you when you get better and you gain all mm-hmm. this stuff. That's what you do. You have more bargaining chips. So I don't, I don't blame Roku or Amazon for this. I wholeheartedly think that NBC is wrong in this decision because they're losing seventy percent of their viewership from Peacock from not. I get it you don't want to be like bullying bullied into terms but you also mm-hmm. don't want to isolate yourself from in from like the biggest p- streaming platforms on first new streaming service you know i think that it's yeah. uh they should have probably had these negotiations before peacock even launched to be honest
1: well they you know? i'm sure they I mean, were they, they, did,
0: they did but they i don't think they should have launched without thinking about that thinking thinking that through because i mean for me i had a problem with dc universe on dc universe because it wasn't on my playstation mm-hmm. that that I mean, this, lost this, points for me you know yeah,
1: i mean it's the same it's the same um deal with them too can't come to agreement right for and, some reason tony and right and, and, and I,
0: I think that that hurt them too because um i mean do you know the ps4 is a, a big streaming streaming platform too like they um they stream a lot of stuff and people use it yeah. as a catch-all thing like to play games and stream on you know because i don't have okay. i don't have a roku or an amazon fire stick because i have a playstation i don't need it mm-hmm. i have a playstation i can just watch what it, i can watch the big things on there i can't watch like the small like the other things that 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 roku's and amazon fire sticks have but i have the main things on there you know and i don't need to buy an extra yeah. peripheral to do that so mm-hmm. you're losing out on a fan fan base like that you know you're losing out on a lot of things but i think all in all we're probably going to end up seeing um Whenever when the dust settles, we're probably gonna see some big big players, and we're gonna see the the smaller players vanish. It's gone. Oh
1: yeah, They're gone. So, I mean, there's a lot more streaming services than you realize. Like there's like hundreds 50. of them.
0: There's no, there's there's way more than fifty. If you go yeah. if you go to uh if you go to Roku, there's like like about hundreds of them. Really? Yeah, there's a lot of them. They're like small independent streaming channels and stuff like that. There there's a lot of them. So yeah, yeah it's. It's going to be here. This is this is a new wave. Like, that's a fact. But how you yeah. play your cards now, especially these bigger people, where are you going to end up at? Are you going to be a blockbuster or are you going to be a Netflix? Where are you yeah. going to be?
1: Well, yeah. ultimately, I mean, the situation with HBO and Peacock is already, I feel like, hurting sales because just in my mind, I no longer think of Roku and Amazon as like a one-stop shop for the streaming services. I can't get everything I want. I mean, that's anything on there. Yeah. So I'm not going to buy it. That's I was going to like, that's anything now. I, I can't. Yeah. But you can get both of those on PlayStation, for instance, yeah. or Apple TV. Probably, yeah. I guess the next um, closest thing is like Apple TV. Box, yeah. Do you, you know? have an Apple TV? Nope. You don't. I did. Like we had the first generation. Um, Mm. when I was in high school or whatever, but uh, I don't. I just don't have a a need for one.
0: Apple is also making their own TV shows for Apple TV, and Mm. I think just nobody
1: cared. (laughs) You know, like I haven't heard anything about any of those shows. Oh, they have good shows. There's at least like three or four shows on there that I would like to watch, but nothing in my house gets Apple Apple TV. TV, Like so, um, there was one. I don't want. I don't want to watch them bad enough to buy an Apple TV. Right. There, you know?
0: there was one I saw called like, it was like C or something with Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. Uh, that looked good. It looked really good, but it's yep. on Apple TV. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, cool. I'm not going to see it.
1: Um, like, they're making pretty uh, good quality content, uh, but the thing with Apple TV is it's it's all originals. They have no back catalog of Really? Anything. Yeah. Mm. Like, they don't, if you think about it, they don't have, like, Disney Plus relies on a lot of back catalogs so this HBO Max and especially Peacock does. Yeah. Like like they um Peacock has Will and Grace and and yeah, they're going to have The Office on there. And it's like years and years and years of content that they have. Apple has never made TV shows before, so <laughs> it, all everything is original content for them and uh that's, I mean they're gonna, I mean they have to only rely on their original content. Um which they have good stuff on there but not near as much as HBO. So you might not keep Apple TV as long as you would HBO or a Netflix I'm because gonna, of that.
0: I'm just going to cancel all my subscriptions and become a nomad. That's, that's just what's going to happen. I'm just not going to watch anything anymore. I'm going to have to find
1: a new host <laughs> <co-host>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: standing for everything. I'm going away for two months <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, Um Yeah. I guess uh, this is the midpoint of the the episode I, I, we kind of we kind of went off on like a tangent for 30 minutes we, we always do that but mm-hmm. we kind of went off on a, well we we had some news in there but i wanted to say michael if you weren't if you weren't aware i know my viewers probably aren't this is the end an- the day we recorded this this is the anniversary of our movie premiere really yes the one year two year one year huh I
1: didn't today that.
0: was that day that's awesome how do you feel
1: one year later? Um I actually feel good and I have actually felt a um rejuvenation and I guess a a new interest in watching the film again. Um because mm. I was going through it and I just clicked on an Amazon Prime I was watching or I watched the you know our trailer and stuff and and I uh it was just like last week I was looking at the at the trailer I was like this is really good um trailer and stuff and so I I started looking at some of the images from the premiere and stuff um again so uh i'll probably rewatch it in honor yeah i one got a uh,
0: sad nostalgic really because i was like man i was having so much fun last year at this time yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i was uh well, what it
1: what it does actually is just and watching that trailer um and thinking about the movie that we made and uh and i'm i'm proud of it i think it's a good film but it just got me excited about the next one it's like man oh, yeah. you know i think about how much fun we were having and how that was and like we got to make this next one even better you know oh yeah so much more man i can
0: i can't wait to to have another premiere and and do that you know we're going to we're going to get a party bus dude we're going <laughs> to get a fortnite party bus that's what, that's what we're going to do oh, yeah <laughs> um but yeah I, I mean i dude it was so great i can't wait to do it again i'm probably going to watch it again just on honor it too you yeah. know um
1: just to see it everybody should twisted ambitions on amazon, on amazon prime. prime yeah, yeah.
0: it's really cheap if you don't have prime just <laughs> buy it just yep, buy it. Like You're going to spend that 3 bucks on a candy bar. Just buy our movie. Just do it. Um but yeah, uh I think too. I mean, I don't like what I, uh All
1: right, uh fa- favorite memory from the shoot.
0: From the shoot? Mm-hmm. Jeez,
1: there's so many. Or from the whole film in general process. But no. Um That You we- could do you could do one from the shoot and one from the premiere. Okay. cuz there's not too many. I'm sure okay. there's not pretty Too many great memories from post-production. No, or pre-production. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> not proposed. Just, s- sitting with me, <laughs> going over minute details. That was very stressful. Yeah, dude, I was. We were in our last
0: year of college, trying to edit that film, and I was like coming home after school every day, like stressing over that thing. And like, I had a mental breakdown at one point. I was like, "What if? What if it's not good? What if it's not good? <laughs> I just wasted my entire year on this. What if it's not good? And I like freaked yeah, you out. I was stressed. Dude, I like. Uh, did that's tell you? I went to. uh <laughs> i guess this is my favorite my favorite memory of post-production i'll start with that <laughs> one uh okay. i was like freaking out it was like in the middle of editing the film and like i was like just so stressed and i was like bro like what, what if like i'm working so much and it's just no one likes it like they think it's stupid they don't think it's good and so i was like freaking out so i went to the bar there's a there was a bar like like a two-minute walk from my house i went there and saw some of my friends and i was like stressing like i had to like, go i had to like, go it's like the traditional like i had a beer. In front of me and i had like my hands over my head like <laughs> yeah like freaking out and they were like Oh, i've seen you, that, you in that position yeah. quite a bit yeah <laughs> you know i'm really stressed when i'm like that oh, yeah. um, and like my friends go dude you're quiet what's all what's going on man and it's like and i said i'm working <laughs> on this film man i don't know if it's good or not like they, they all know i'm working on the film they're like waiting for it to come out and now that then one guy just goes so what well, if it's not good what are you gonna do about it and i was like i don't know like what what would i do and they're like well you just make another one mm-hmm. and i was like oh learn from it yeah i was like yeah you're right they are like yeah don't worry about it dude like even if it is bad we'll let you know but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but <laughs> just keep making them you know you only you yeah. can only get better at, you know so that was my favorite memory from from post but during production Oh, it have to it would have to be i'm trying to think like there is so many good memories of, of like production mm-hmm. um definitely wasn't i don't think the last day was was my favorite for sure um, <laughs> <Hell> no. <laughs> no we stayed up till till sunrise on that thing i didn't even sleep uh friday and sec- i would say i had fun on friday that friday we shot with all those extras Or was that Saturday? That was a Saturday. That was Saturday. We shot the first time we shot. Yeah. The first time we shot with the extras, I was very stressed because like nothing was getting done and it it didn't look how I wanted it to look. Mm -hmm. But on Saturday, it was like everything was dying down. Everything was going according to plan on Saturday, actually. And like we got a lot of stuff shot and like I was very happy. You're welcome. And uh, Um, and, uh, we were shooting uh, pretty much. We we were shooting all all, like the Percy party scenes like they're like in the middle of the film like that's a big chunk of the film so we were mm-hmm. shooting that like all day and uh it made me happy that a lot of my like all those extras you see i actually know like 99 percent of them and yeah. all my friends i came out to see my friends and stuff like that and they were like super supportive of me and they're like dude we're on a movie set it's so cool and i was like in my head i'm like oh it's a movie we're trying to film it and like i was mm-hmm. like freaking out guys like what if something goes wrong but they're like all so chill because like i was like yeah hey guys uh we got some food here. I I got you some tacos. They're like, hell yeah, dude. And I was like, I got you some beer. They're like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> like they they were so happy just to be in the film and just to see me like work and be happy. And then like I remember one, you know, I think I think I remember it was uh one of my friends. He I was like doing stuff and I was like kind of stressed a little bit because, you know, we were shooting. And uh one guy one of my friends stopped me. He's like, Hey, hey, hey. He puts his hand on my shoulder and I'm like, What? He goes, you're doing great, and he just walks away, and I was like, "Ah, oh, that's all I need mm-hmm. to know." And <laughs> that yeah. was that was pretty good for me. And then uh, uh, premiere-wise, I
1: think it had to be definitely not watching the film because I was you sat down beside me. You were like so stressed. You're like, uh, <laughs> I was like Raheem, just relax. This is the you know.
0: <laughs> I was free, dude. I was stressing that whole time, and I got to lie. Yeah, you. Uh, you really were <laughs> until the end. Until the end. I think the favorite part was definitely the end when uh when I made my like after speech and mm-hmm. I gave the the portraits to the actors. That yeah. that was my favorite. And then like the ride to the the ride to Fred's. Mm-hmm. That was fun. That those are my yeah. two favorite moments. What about you? Like Well
1: so, well Raheem had uh portraits pretty much like taken from screenshots uh from the movie of um all of our main actors um and their characters. And we uh gave it to our friend um to uh you know make a draw a portraits of there. She's a really talented artist um at maddie zane on on twitter yeah you can look no, her up Instagram, she does great Instagram, yeah Instagram. On, yeah Instagram yeah she does great great work um but yeah, they were so appreciative of that those are came out really cool um i think probably my my favorite <laughs> what's the word like premiere. Yeah. my my favorite premiere uh memory was probably like like, hanging out with the cast in the limo before and afterwards, you know, the movie. Because just to see uh, yeah. their excitement.
0: Dude, they were so excited. They were, like, they were, oh, dude, you were there. You were there. When I gave, I didn't I didn't tell them I got a limo for them. Oh, yeah. It was a surprise. It was a surprise. And, like, they, like, that was my favorite moment, actually. Like, mm-hmm. you, like I agree. Like, when they saw the limo, because I, I told them all to meet me at Fred's, and they were, like, okay, why are we meeting at Fred's? But like, they had no idea. And like mm-hmm. they saw a limo pull up, and I go, "That's your ride," and they're like, "No way!" They're like, "That's for us." And they're like, "Yeah, dude, it's for y'all." Mm-hmm. And like they were so freaking happy the yeah. whole time. And I was like, "You deserve it," <laughs> you know? You deserve. Yeah, it. that
1: was awesome. Um, And then for the actual shoot, um, you know, that's you mentioned it that that day that you are talking about. Um, was probably one of my favorite days too because it was just for some reason it just wasn't stressful. I think we had. Mm-hmm. everything pretty much figured out by mm-hmm. then. Uh, we didn't have to push anything back that day. Because um, <laughs> if you don't know, I was, the assistant, I was the assistant director and producer of that film, but it was my job to make sure everything was on schedule and that we got everything done that we needed to do. So typically I'm pretty stressed out, but that day it just wasn't. We Everything went really smoothly. Uh, we shot a bunch of different stuff, and I acted a little bit that day. And it was just fun. We had all those extras, and they were pretty, like, a lot of our friends, everybody was just excited to be there. And um and I I really enjoy watching that too because I think it's some of the best acting we yeah, have. It is. Um, it definitely well. is the,
0: the best acting. Like in that middle mm-hmm. part right there. They I mm-hmm. could tell they were having fun
1: with that with that entire sequence. Yeah. Yeah. And we just and that day too, we also had to be um show some ingenuity about like how we were gonna film stuff. And um you know, we had to do some ad libbing and and the stuff like that, um you know, like do some stuff that wasn't in the script that we didn't have figured out, and we had to come together and just figure it out right then, but that's you know part of the fun part of of what makes a filmmaking process fun yeah. to me um part of that day too, yeah, but I mean most of my my memories are just hanging out with the cast and and watching them uh you know live out those experience and just all they're all super excited to be in a movie. You know, just watching everybody else enjoy it brings me a lot of enjoyment.
0: If you haven't been, if you haven't been on a movie set before, um, just to keep—I think we've already talked about this—but like it's like literally living life on like fast mode, pretty much. Pretty much like you're you're getting to know these people really quick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I I we technically only really hung out for like a week straight, and a little bit before too, because we had the um, casting and stuff like that a week before. But those friendships are still. Alive today, two years later.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, like I—that's I, that's why the yeah. the premiere is so special too, because uh, it was like a year after we had filmed, probably mm-hmm. a little less than a year. Um, we but we haven't seen that same group of people together for a year, you know. So it's like oh, yeah. almost like a family reunion, like getting your family back together. Um, you know, like one one last time, or just getting to see everybody again, like see your friends again, because it's uh, a <laughs> you get real. Oh, Close to those people, um, because you're all stressing out together, and you <laughs> like when you're filming it, but you're all frantic. You're trying to, you're all trying to put everything you have into making something, and the best you know it, can be. it looked uh, strong, it formed strong bonds. Yeah.
0: Oh, for sure, it, it was bittersweet too, because like we, we basically that was our reunion, because we we did have a cast party like a few months like like in January beforehand, because we didn't have we didn't have a wrap party uh for the film, but we had it way later. Where was the cast party? At your house. <laughs> remember?
1: No, not really.
0: We did it in like January. Remember that? I, we, you remember your friends came over and we had like we watched a little bit of the movie. We watched like the beginning part of it. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That's the
1: first time that any of the actors or anybody had gotten to see anything of it. We showed them like the first fifteen minutes. Yeah, i forgot right? about that. Um, yeah, I mean, they had already okay. seen
0: it. Yeah, they had already seen the first fifteen minutes of it before the premiere. No, they hadn't. Oh yeah, okay. first Before, fifteen minutes. We showed I them at the cast party. I yeah. totally forgot about that until now. That <laughs> showed that it was like the first, it was like that we literally the first fifteen minutes so like the uh the part where she throws a drink on her and stuff like that. It was it was mm-hmm. that. Up until I think it was up until uh the first fight. Yeah. That's what it was. I think so too. Yeah. Um that I showed them. But it was bittersweet that day because I knew we wouldn't probably ne- all of us never meet up again. You know, like, like, like that, you know what I mean? The day of the premiere. Yeah. Yeah. Like the entire cast. Cause it was the entire cast um, minus Emily. Cause Emily, uh, Emily couldn't, she was actually in another play or something like that, or she was yeah. doing something else, but she came to the after party. Um, unfortunately she wasn't there, but you know, she was there in spirit. <laughs> so, uh, but we all like, <laughs> We're not going to have, we're not all going to meet up again like that for probably a very long time. If, if, if say some, you know, it, unless there's a reason to, because we're all like going our own separate ways, you know, yeah. but you know, you enjoyed a moment carpe diem while you're in it. So, mm-hmm. um, I remember, uh, speaking of, of rap parties, the, the rap party we had for that, that, uh, that, that short film we did, that was fun. LSU where was that at it was at uh it was at Avery's house remember that we went to Avery's house it was like uh,
1: yeah that was fun it takes me I'm just drunk <laughs> or something it takes me like a minute, a minute to remember uh
0: um, yeah, that was great I remember that, yeah, was, was, a lot that of fun was fun to. um but yeah anniversary I'm it's man that's did I peek there <laughs> Is that my peak? No. I'm just kidding.
1: We got a long ways to go. We
0: got a long ways before we peak, but that was definitely a big milestone in my life, and uh, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely proud of myself for that one. I'm proud of everybody for that, man. That that whole day was pretty much stress fr- stress free, and uh, there was a lot of people that showed up, a lot of my family, a lot of friends of 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 the cast and crew, and everyone everyone had a great time everyone had a great time and i'm i'm happy that that was that it went that went very smoothly you know yeah
1: it's just a chance to like show off your work you know that you've been working on for two years you know i mean and just chance for everybody to see it and and you know hopefully like it but it's kind of like a a graduation almost like a stress reliever because yeah it's kind of like a yeah i would say um it's equivalent to a graduation the type of you know, emotions that come up and feelings that you get. But, um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, however you feel about it or not, if you think it's it's ready to show or not, like, you got to throw your hands up and be yeah. like, oh, this is it, you know, we'll, we'll finally see what, what I'm made of. Dude, I was so scared. <laughs> I was, oh, yeah. you saw me, dude. I was like freaking out.
0: I don't think I've ever been that nervous in my entire life. I don't think you understand... <laughs> I mean, yeah, you do, but like a lot of people don't understand how. I guess you do. Say you're performing at school or something like that on a stage. You're being very vulnerable. Now imagine my performance is the screen and there's 300 people looking at it, the whole thing. You know, like that's my performance. And I'm freaking out. I'm like, dude, like. I I could I almost got up and left because I was like I was, too much. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I don't want to see this, <laughs> but everyone was laughing. They were laughing and having a good time. So yeah, mm-hmm. I just get nervous. I I have yeah. perform- I have performance anxiety. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, thank Raheem. We we have gotten to the end of our time oh, we now. have uh, and we talked about nothing that we planned to talk about we
0: got to the end of our time already yeah <laughs> jeez.
1: yeah you're right we did yeah oh my god this is uh, so
0: happens when we don't we don't record for a week
1: <laughs> and that that's also what happens when me and you don't talk for at least a yeah, week yeah <laughs> we haven't talked that, that much before we yeah. record yeah <laughs> i think it's another great podcast uh but before we go
0: what are you into this week I'm into myself this week. It was my birthday last week. It was. Yeah. So I'm in I'm into myself. It's Raheem twenty twenty. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh I bought myself uh bought myself a a weight set. Bought myself some oh, did uh you? yeah, I bought myself that's what I bought myself for for my birthday was that and I hung out with my friends. Yeah. So um I'm excited to see Michael next week. We're uh, doing a project next week in Mississippi. This week, you'll be here and Yeah, this week
1: three Four days, yeah.
0: About four days, yeah. I'll be there, and uh, I'm excited to see Michael. We're, we're apparently going to be celebrate my birthday with you. I think, maybe, yes, no,
1: maybe so. Yeah, we'll do something for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah, so I just been kind of like, besides that, like kind of like self care, you mm-hmm. know, like uh, That's making important. sure I'm 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 taking care of myself a lot more. I've been more conscious about my health. That's why I bought the weight set, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm talking to I'm talking to Joe a lot actually, not just about the movie, but about just gaining weight because uh it's uh it's been a problem for me but i've been really focusing on that because like it seems like everything else in my life is going well at this point now i need to worry about something that something else so (laughs) you know now i'm like all right take care of my health which in hindsight kids health comes first because how can you get anything else done if you're not healthy and i had to learn that lesson i learned that two weeks ago and i never thought about it like that but that is very true like you can have all the money in in the world but if you're like on a verge of a heart attack what does it matter you know yep. so take care of yourself and i that's a lesson i had to learn for myself is that i need to prioritize my health a lot more than i have been because i've been definitely um this has been on my back burner like like i would go days without eating or like just eat once a day just to live or something mm-hmm. like that because like oh i'm too busy i don't have time to do that no i need to make like i do with anything else i need to make time to eat need to make time to work out need to make time to to go Running in, in afternoons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I need to start. I'm and I'm slowly changing my habits to do that. So, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. doing this week.
1: I like that, healthcare is important. Yeah, for sure. Well, I am am into um Hamilton this week. Hamilton, you know, it just came, yeah, it just came out on Disney Plus a couple of weeks ago. We talked about it a little bit. Um, I have since rewatched it and I've been listening to it a lot. Um. You know, music especially just gets stuck in my head and I'll listen to something um, pretty much for like a couple of weeks at a time. But I've been listening to it a lot. I, I, I watched it yesterday. Um, and I've been, you know, they the cast have been has been doing um, more promotion on mm. different different things. And I've been seeing that and watching some of it. But that show just inspires me. And, and the cast in particular, and um, in, in particular, um, Lin-Manuel Manuel Miranda, who plays Hamilton, he created. But, you know, he... He, that was he. He he created Hamilton. He he came up with the idea based on a book that he read, and he he wrote all the songs, and he he just like brought this out of thin air about nothing, and it's so, I mean, from nothing, and it's so been so popular, and it's such a his vision for it was just so unique, and you know, telling the story of the founding fathers and early America and the revolution, you know, which is you know filled with mostly white people you could say but like bringing <laughs> bringing in um actors and and type of music um from today that is popular and using these different and more diverse voices to tell that old type of story you know that's something that hasn't right. really been done before um just listen to him I and mean, it, it inspires me and gets me excited about what um you and i are going to create you know you like just bringing something out of thin air and and definitely it's going to be you put in the work into it and do it in the effort and it's going to connect with somebody, hopefully somebody. And, yeah. um, it just shows you what you can do. And, and, uh, so that, that's what I've been into. And, and, uh, if you haven't seen or listen to it, you should definitely go watch it. And hopefully it will, um, inspire, inspire you too. And, and just further generations And this. And, and something he advocates for too, is just learning from, from the past and history, you know, and, uh, that's what gets him most excited about is, you know, the the play that um, the young kid who watches Hamilton now is going to make is going to be so much better than Hamilton. You know, like right. probably it's like just the potential that the art that he created creates. Right. You know, um, definitely. You never know who you, your art and what you do is going to connect with. So um, I think art just in general is really important. But uh, if you have something. That is important to you that you want to do, and you feel like you just have to get it out, and you may be scared to, Whether you know you want to act or you want to write something, or you just want to have a story, or you want to paint, draw, whatever. I mean, I think it's important for anybody who has those inklings to do that. Definitely, because you never know who who you're gonna who you're gonna inspire by doing that, and what art is gonna be created by your art. You know, you a little little been. a little tangent there, but <laughs> yeah.
0: you should have been there when uh, Hitler got rejected from art school. He needed to when hear that. Hitler. <laughs> when he got rejected from art school, he need to need to hear that. <laughs> he
1: need to hear that little speech. Well, you it. know, that can go to show you why art is important. He didn't have that <laughs> art school outlet. So look at what look what I happened. I mean, it kind of is a funny situation, but yeah, you know, if they would have just accepted him, maybe it would have been be a really different, different outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Could have
0: been. Definitely.
1: Well, sure. on that gloomy note, we're gonna end the podcast.
0: You had to uh, make it gloomy. I, I made I it, pretty it positive there, Yeah. I didn't make it gloomy. I was just don't... all right. Whatever. Just emphasizes right. my
1: point. I think. Yeah, it does. That's that's yeah. what I was trying
0: to support you. I was wingman. Yeah.
1: A roundabout way. Thanks. Well, this is a great
0: podcast. um I'm so happy to be back in the booth with my friend Michael. Um, I hope you guys missed this last week. But uh, we just wanted to take a little break. You know, we wanted to um, get our thoughts together and kind of, you know, figure some things out. But uh, I hope you don't mind us taking like a little break like that sometimes because we need it. You know,
1: and <laughs> if you're listening to this next year or sometime in the future, you won't even know that we were gone. Exactly. So,
0: so with that being said, uh, I'm Raheem. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Delight. That's h delight, like Sunny Delight. Um, I'm I just repost on Twitter now I don't really type on Twitter I just repost funny things I see on Instagram yeah. I kind of just lurk and just like people's pictures
1: you know? yeah <laughs> we need to post on there more we should do that yeah we're uh, both not as active as we probably should be but um we're there if you want to talk to us for sure yeah you follow. somebody yeah. some random person followed me on uh on instagram right
0: and it was like this random person like from Louisiana and mm-hmm. I was like hey like do i know you like i was just wondering i was just like i just i just sent him I was like hey like could they just follow me i was like they had no mutual friends or anything like that i was like hey do i do i know you and they were like no i'm from from uh blah 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 louisiana i was like oh cool um so how'd you find my page and they they responded back and i was like all right cool i was like all right cool thanks for the follow i don't know who you are but cool
1: Um, i've been getting that um quite a bit lately too yeah. i just assume it's, it's from the podcast i hope so, so i
0: i feel like if she was if that person was from the podcast they would have said it like oh i found you i scared her off well if that was you let raheem probably. know <laughs> uh, it probably was my it probably was my face
1: they probably like oh god yeah. this, guy, this guy this guy here oh <laughs> well yeah. um well, I won't. I won't scare you off if you if you message me. I'll be nice to you, like Raheem. But um, you oh can god. follow me on Instagram at mcastle3, and at, uh, on Twitter at mw underscore castle. And Raheem, guess what? What? We have an email address now. Show. Oh my god. Email address. You can email us at reserveseatingpod at gmail.com. Um, that is the, the show's email address, so if you have any suggestions, just want to talk uh, to Raheem and I, uh, want to get in contact with us in any way, um, that is another avenue for you to do, so um, I look forward to talking to you on there. Hit us up, let us know what you want to hear, what you want us to um any topics you want us to talk about anything that um, suggestions you have anything that you know we're doing wrong that you think or anything like that uh just, just let us know we, we really want to we want to hear from you guys. trash <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's, any feedback is valuable so but let us know what you think
0: i'm again i'm raheem and this is my co-host michael and until next time get your reserve seating